Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hi, and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. I hope you're feeling okay, and if you're not, well, that's part of what we're here for. Whether you're a new listener or coming back for more, we're delighted you're listening. And as a refresher, Frank is a physician, and I'm an on-air radio broadcaster. We're in southeast Michigan in the United States because we're seeing people listening all over the world. And as timeless as I was hoping these podcasts would be, I think it's important to timestamp this one due to everything that's going on in the world right now. It's mid-March of 2020, and everything is changing due to the coronavirus. We can take a deep breath and stay calm and explore our awareness of what's happening and uh, hopefully get to our intended focus of today, which is joy. Frank, how are you doing? Hi, Lisa. Yeah, we're right in the middle of uh, something changing. Yeah. You know? Or everything changing. Everything is changing. The feeling of uncertainty in the air, the feeling like something is coming, and uh, definitely can feel it. And definitely has our whole culture really changing quite a bit. So we've been doing this podcast, Exploring Awareness, and I will tell you, I feel like I'm handling all this a little better than I would expect to. And I'm attributing it to everything we've talked about and your meditations that you guide us in, lessons that I've learned about myself, uh, being in this moment now and how that can help us deal with the stress of, of what's happening. And I, I feel like I'm being all somber and serious about it. But as a broadcaster, it's all I've been talking about for the last week. And I take that job seriously. I want to connect my listeners and the community with what's happening. So I'm, I'm in it. I've talked to a lot of different people. Now, you're a physician. I'm, you probably have a different perspective on what's happening than I do as a, a news broadcaster sharing the information. Well, there's two ways to look at it, right? When I listen to the news, I keep hearing about the future. Do you? Yeah, you keep hearing predictions, you know, what's mm. going to happen. And as a physician, obviously, we need to we need to prepare for the future. Right. And the leadership at our hospital is doing a fantastic job getting everything ready. They're changing how we're going to staff. They're changing the way patients come into the building. They cha- they're providing a lot of training. We're going to be starting video visits for patients so they don't have to come mm-hmm. in. So, you know, all of these these changes look in the future. We're also staffing so that when physicians get sick, you know, we'll have people to take care of them. So, so there's an assumption that we're going to get sick. So, mm. you know, but a lot of this can really take you off into the future. You know, our minds can go into the future because we do have to plan. You know, to be honest, some, sometimes it gets really stressful. And we talked about fear last time as well. Right. And so, so there's all of that. And then there's the part about remembering to be back in the present moment. And so when I do find myself mind spinning and thinking and, and worrying, you know, we take those breaths, you know, and then right here, right now, a smile will come on my face, you know, just like, oh. Yeah. You just said one of my least favorite words about six times, changing. Yeah. Changing. Yeah. Changing. Are you good with change? 
depends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know everything's always changing because every day we get a, you know a day older and things happen with our kids and our lives and our relationships and our jobs. It, we It's always changing. But I feel like change is being shoved in our faces right now. And, and that's a lot to deal with. Well, one of the things you know, in Buddhist teachings is the impermanence of all things. Hmm. And when we can see the impermanence of all things, you know, there's a relief in that. It's like, well, everything is impermanent. So what was your expectation? All right. Tell me a little bit more about that. <laughs> was your expectation feel- for everything to stay the same? I don't know. <laughs> You'd like it to stay the same, right? I don't know. Yes and no, because, you know, we're exploring. We're looking at things as an adventure. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the aging process. I like. I think adventure is such a good word, and it goes along with exploring. And as I said, I've learned a lot from the conversations as we explore awareness and we explore who we are and how we look at life and how we can live it a little with a little more calmness. And, and so I like that. But impermanence and relief. I, I can't ever say I saw those two words going hand in hand. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and it, it kind of goes to what we've been talking about. So especially when in a situation like this yeah. where we're going along, everything seems fine, and then boom, everything all of a sudden mm. does the thing you don't like to hear, change, right? But that's actually the, it's just the way things are. And uh, whether we like it or not, that's the way things are. That's, and it's amazing to me, you know, what we're talking about. This mm-hmm. virus is a little packet. It's an RNA virus. So it's a little packet of, of RNA that has evolved itself to be so successful and replicate so quickly and, and reproduce and, and, and spread. And that's just, that's a reality of biology. You know, that's a reality of nature. And so, you know, in some ways... We're, we're due for a pandemic after 100 years of another pandemic. So, you know, in that way, it's just the reality of the world. It's the nature of the world um, for something like this to happen. We're a very populated world. And so that's the, that's the nature of the world. But we're also certainly capable of, of responding, especially with all the connections that we have. So things are going to change. Things are always going to change, just like we're going to get older all things change. Nothing stays the same. And so the realization of that, you know, the awareness of that, the acceptance of that, the not resisting that, that is where the relief comes. That's where the peace comes. It's like, oh, okay. Why do I keep thinking of the phrase, we got to lean into it? I don't, you know, but it's not really lean into it. Like you said, accept it. And be aware of it and just feel the peace of it. Right. And how do we do that? Because if someone is extremely stressed and we say, just let go, that might be also a difficult thing for people to do. Right. They're like, I'm trying to let go, but I can't let go. And so I can't let go, but there's some place in you that doesn't hold on. How about that? And how do we get there? Yeah. Well... The same answer, Lisa. It's, Are we going to meditate? Exploring awareness. <laughs> well, Usually you say that at the end. I ask it, my 83rd question. You go, okay, it's time to meditate. It's approaching the question from a different place. Okay, right? So good. instead of saying, I need to let go, um, maybe, the, maybe I don't hold on because I'm letting things happen as they are. And so that place where you don't hold on to 
is a place where that we're talking about. Again, remember words fall short when we're exploring awareness. What is that place when you take the step back that just doesn't hold on to things? And it's okay to do that. It's natural to do that. It's the, the, our opportunity as humans to be able to take the step back. I think that. it's natural to worry. I think it, that's it, what a lot of people are thinking right now. Is it? Oh, oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's it's very natural to worry, and it's and and you know I find myself worried too. It's also natural to be able to be aware that you're worried, and step into the awareness place, and say worry is arising. You know, it's mindfulness of your emotions, right? Like a previous episode where we talked about it was called "Oh, those emotions." So it's like, oh, we're gonna. Be mindfully aware of emotions as they rise and fall. Is that a tool to mm-hmm. be aware? I know you don't like to label things, but is that... We have some tools to okay. open up to awareness. And in this particular podcast, when we talk about tools, we're talking about being starting being aware of the breath, being aware of the body, being aware of thoughts, being aware of emotions. So in, in a sense, it's a technique, you know, a tool to open to awareness be aware that you're clenching your teeth and yeah be aware that you're lashing out at people and you don't necessarily want to because you have this stress that if you're aware of it you can let go a little bit so when you're aware um, you probably end up like we talked about last time responding oh that's right instead of reacting yes you know so we want to respond might we don't be a react. reaction yeah yeah but if it, if it hits you in your defensive, fearful mind, you might lash out. And if it hits you where there's that compassion and love and generosity, then that generosity of spirit, that sense of love or joy, it just absorbs it. So it doesn't affect you. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with you. You know. It just that your 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 truth, your your universal truth. So lots of things can happen, just it depends on how it hits you. So I'm sitting here trying to decide if I have been using these tools because I've been surprisingly calm. And I feel like we talk about leading by example, and I feel like I need to be calm so those around me are calm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you can't tell someone to be calm. You can't tell someone to, you know, be aware. But if I can be a little calmer, you know, I'm broadcasting on the air. I, I can't sound panic-stricken. I want to share calm in my voice and over the air and from what I've learned and being aware of it. So I'm grateful for that. So so you're saying there's been a kind of a qualitative change. Yeah. So you're exuding calmness, which is coming from you. I mean, you can't make yourself calm. Right. You can fake it, sure. But can you? Well, you can fake well, being sure, calm? Well, sure, people fake it. Being but calm? I feel like you're expressing your innate calmness that you've kind of opened up to through some of this process. I think so. I think, you know, you get in that moment and you start to panic and you think, okay, what am I feeling right now? Is Mm -hmm. this going to help me? And it's being, you know, I don't want to say a public figure, but being someone that people are listening to when I'm on the air broadcasting, I feel like I have a, a duty to connect to what I've learned and just share some calmness and because of what we've talked about and the meditations that we do and that I try to do on my own I think I've cleared a little space for that and it's helpful so 
that's what I'm hoping people listening are getting out of this as well. I wish some of the other broadcasters would do that because you listen to some stations and it's just nothing but urgency and fear and criticism and it's not helpful. Well, so as a broadcaster, maybe you can give me perspective. Isn't that for people to feel on their own? They don't need me adding to that, do they? What do you mean? Me sounding urgent and telling you, you must do this and this is happening. I don't want to share that. I I want people to be okay. Right, right. Exactly. That's your, that's your agenda you know that's what you're here for right what, is that my agenda is that what not your agenda your purpose what is your purpose? yeah that's my purpose my purpose is always to uplift people and love people and help people not suffer i'm mm. the mother Teresa of radio <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's just who i am i told you that i'm always i'm the rescuer i always want i can't stand to see people suffering mm. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I don't think it's because I have suffered. I certainly have, but I just think life's so short. And let's look for the good and let's hold each other up. And those are the stories that I'm hoping we hear more about during this pandemic: is people making the right decision and helping each other. And whether it's you've got an extra pallet of toilet paper in your cart and you don't need it all and you give it to somebody else who does or make food for a neighbor that actually happens a pallet <laughs> well not like paper? you know you go to those warehouse stores and those giant things of toilet paper you oh can, yeah yeah so that, that was a story someone told me today that they had too many and someone's like oh i need some and they gave it to them yeah certainly yeah there's a shortage of toilet paper what? and there's some people who have a lot of it right that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Why that? Out of all the things to be hoarding and stocking up on. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's the other thing is like I like to I can I always say I can find humor in pretty much everything. And I feel like I can't be funny now. And I don't I don't like that. I want to make people laugh and distract them. But I don't think we're at that stage yet. No, no. I think we're at a stage where we all have to, to find it in our hearts, you know, to connect. Yeah. And to support and to be some stability for people who are also panicky and worried. And, uh, you know, we're expecting that in the hospital. Mm. We're getting ready for a lot of sick people. Hmm. Maybe that won't happen. And maybe it won't happen. It's hard to imagine. You know, here we are Mm. on today, March 16th. It's like, well, that thing's happening, you know, but Mm. all the restaurants now are closed and everything is closed in Michigan. And we're all at home, hunkered down, waiting for the wave to come. And so, you know, you'll be hearing this a little bit later. Things might be different. But today we are just sitting with uncertainty. Mm. Sitting with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And being aware of that. And just being in this present. Right now we're sitting here on uncertainty and we're doing this podcast and everything's okay. And everything is okay. Right. And you're listening. And if you're able to listen, maybe maybe everything's okay for you, too. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, the precious present moment is what we have right Right. now, living in this moment. And uh, we talked about some, you know, being there, the relief and and the joy. Remember we talked about joy? The joy that has no opposite. The joy that has no opposite. Because there's not much bliss going on right now. No, there isn't. But there's always but joy. joy. Do you feel that joy? Um, Tell us let's your talk about joy. Well, joy. Uh, 
opened up a whole new world for me. You talked about the joy that has no opposite. You tell me that joy is always there. And I think that is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Joy is always there. So being who I am, I want to tell everybody, like ring it from the, the rafters, joy is always there. And people look at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that was on your Facebook page. Too. Oh, that's right. I said, well, they're canceling. <laughs> they're you know everything's getting canceled, but there no one's canceling joy. Yeah, joy yeah, is not canceled. Right, it's not. I try to you know put things out there to help people. So can we talk a little bit more about where is joy and why it's always there? Well, let me let me tell you experiences that I had, and I always had a lot of experiences at that retreat center in Thailand, and I actually went there twice. And I remember the first time that I went, and as I was leaving, I was like, oh, man, I'd really like to stay here. This is a great place. I love the calm. I love mm. the uh, the scenery, the food. You know, I was, I was sad to leave. Hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. I was ready to go. But, I, but there was a sadness in leaving, and I really wanted to stay. Well, uh, the next time I went, I was actually going to a conference and Thailand, and so I went to that retreat center before the conference. And when I left, I didn't have the feeling that I wanted to stay. And that feeling gave me so much joy. It's like I connected to the joy of not being attached to wanting mm. to stay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, I wasn't happy to leave, but I was thrilled that it didn't bother me. Yeah. And that connection to, to joy is the same kind of connection to joy that I would get when I'm, you know, come back to awareness of all this situation. But it's like, oh, there's a joy there that's not really affected by anything else. It, it can be covered up by it. But, but once you connect back to it, it didn't go anywhere. I think for me, it's an exploration. We're talking about exploring awareness and I've talked about words love is my favorite word and my favorite favorite feeling and I think it's everywhere and I think about grace we talked about grace I think grace is something that I'm still working on because it's yeah. such a beautiful word mm-hmm. and it's, it's such the a beautiful, same thing that's yeah there's not really a it's it's a word used to describe something yeah that really can't be described yeah but something that I personally try to experience so then you brought up joy and I thought you know I've never really thought we talk about faith mm-hmm. you gotta have faith and we read the poem by David White it was a great so another word and another concept and another feeling because I feel everything is joy mm-hmm. I thought oh, we haven't talked about joy I haven't really thought about joy and then you said the joy that has no opposite and then I literally googled that <laughs> <laughs> And you say, did you Google? I wasn't sure the tone you texted me. Did I actually Google the, <laughs> the opposite of joy? Joy, And my response was, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Google, what's the opposite of joy? Well, because I'm a reporter and I have to okay. I have to explore all sides, you know, Got and it. I want to. And that's how I better understand. Things. I mean, yeah. we're not here to tell you what to think or how to feel or what we're saying is is right. We're here to explore it. So yeah. that's how explore I explore together. things. Yeah, okay. So I explore by looking it up. And I, and because because that was such a, an amazing thought to me, that joy, there is no opposite. And, or joy, the better 
description you gave was the joy is always there. We just kind of cover it up. Uh-huh. So I've been walking around all week going, did you know that joy is always there and we cover it up? And people look at me like, what are you talking about? Because you can't think it, you know, so that you might can say it, but until you experience it, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Why can't you think it? Because it's not something that you think. You can't think this up. Thinking clouds it over. Mm. Thinking like the joy that has the opposite. You know, that doesn't make any sense. The opposite of joy. What did Google say? Well, there was some <laughs> sorrow, I think, was one suggestion. Right. Exactly. So those are all kind of thoughts. Like, oh, the, oh, of course there's the opposite of joy, sorrow. But when you do this exploring awareness practice and you do these mindfulness techniques, then you will experience that joy and and joy is not the only joy is is another word and you know once you say a word it really takes away it's the a word is just, it, 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 it puts a wall around it so so it's not just joy so so these we talk about a joy a peace and you know there's that phrase the peace that passes all understanding Right. So that's kind of like the joy that has no opposite. You can't understand the peace. Um, and you know, this unconditional love, right? And, and this generosity of heart. And you might also use the word grace. Hmm. You, know, you might use the word gratitude. I mean, there's other words you might use for this, these places that of, of deep kind of connection that come come out beyond the conscious mind that are there, right? So once you put a word on something like this, you kind of limit it. And that's what we have to use as words. I was going to say, how else do we talk about it? Exactly. But that's when we explore awareness, then we can feel it. Or like the um, Adyashante uses the word grok, like you grok it. At that place in Thailand, they, they use the word um uh, just like that, just like that. It's it's you can't, you know. It's just just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Wow, to me that's more like a feels like a happening than a. Yeah, well, it is kind of. It's like a. It's a thing. It's 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 not. It's your connection to a bigger world, bigger universal connection. Did you ever play baseball? I did. What position? Left field. Leaving out joke now and then going right to... Sorry. <laughs> no, then why would you be sorry? Yeah. No. Um, I look at it like I play... I'm horrible <laughs> at... Now you just got the joke? I just got it. Oh, my goodness. And that took a minute. <laughs> Left field. Okay. So I played, I'm, I'm not athletic at all. I played girls softball. When you play girls softball, they have that little rubber thing that sticks up and you, they put the ball on it and you hit it from there. Oh, yeah. Okay. T-ball. That, T-ball. See? I don't even know what it is. It's T-ball. But that's how joy is for me. It's like that's where the T, the base of who I am and how I want to feel. It's, the, it's right there. And that's my joy. Does that make any sense at all? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Not too out in left field. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like home base. Yeah. No, seriously. That's what I first was thinking, like home base. But then I thought, no, maybe because I'm seeing the tee and I'm seeing that's where you stand and that's where you try to hit the ball and that's where you try to get it out in the world. And kind of that's where I want to stand. I want to stand at the tee and I want there to be joy. 
core is another good word. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. core right. experience that that's an that's experience or deeper knowing or a mm. sense of being and these things aren't thought up. And so when you see your when you see other people and you say, you know, the joy is always there on on a on a mental level like no this is how can you say that yeah. in a time like this right and then like like the word we used last time transform whatever fear confusion overwhelm into presence mm-hmm. by becoming aware of it then it, it it transforms those things into presence which is that's where you have this connection back to your wellspring of love and peace and joy and generosity and so as we move through this and, and we're faced with all of these things this this presence and connection to that is going to allow us then to respond you know as opposed to react like we talked last time and and also be able to help each other mm-hmm. because that's going to be extremely an extremely big part of this so love is certainly important at a time like this and thoughtfulness and generosity and compassion for sure. And, you know, I, I feel like I talk about myself too much on this podcast, but I, when we started it, I thought I was all, just love. I'm all about love. It's love, love, love. I have yeah. some, what am I going to do with all this love? It's all about love. That. And then you introduced joy and I thought, oh, I want that to be <laughs> at, right there with love mm-hmm. because that will help me feel better and I can help other people if I feel better. I want everyone to feel joy. Yeah, because like joy, love, right, peace, generosity all overlap, right? And so now you're trying to put a word on this feeling right. and yeah. you can't just put one word on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd that happen? It sounds like you're doing your work. <laughs> it sounds like you're going deeper and you're realizing yeah. these things yeah. that, that, that you already knew but you didn't know that you know and that's the interesting thing you know knowing that you know so you might even know but to know that you know that's what we're talking about that's where our techniques and i think the biggest point of this is like it's not just me and it's not just for me joy is for everyone Mm -hmm. just like love you know you see the one thing that bugs me is there's like commercials and, and they try to commercialize love. You know, you can buy a car and it's love and, you know, this thing will be love. And I'm like, that's great because we need more love. But now there's joy. Yeah. And that's something that we can feel and we can uncover and so can you. It's because it's always there, right? What is Isn't... the tagline for our podcast? <laughs> Which one? The find, finding peace and joy in the most Most unlikely unlikely places places. and that's what we're gonna have to do or that's what we can do Mm. believe it or not faith that it's possible Mm. uh, commitment to practice and to try it as a another way you know it's might just work if you haven't experienced it yet then it would be great to go back and to the pod, uh, other podcast episodes and learn some of the meditation techniques. Because remember, it starts with the breath. Because being aware of the breath is the best way to get started. Mm-hmm. You can't just instantly be aware of emotions. But you can be aware of emotions the same way you can be aware of the breath. But when you can become aware of the breath first, that gets you 
it gets the, it primes the awareness pump, so to speak. So, so that that faith that this is possible, that even in the midst of crisis, you know, there's a place of calm and stability. And and we've seen it over and over in great people, and uh, great people are only great because they've got that connection. So there's no reason the rest of us can't do the same thing. So we're saying, despite everything that's happening right now, you can still feel joy. You can, yes. You can still feel joy. And no, it's not easy for us to say because we're in the no, middle of it just like you are. Sort of on the front lines in many ways. But, but in this present moment. Right. And, and our life is just a string of present moments. Mm-hmm. And so it's a challenge. And uh, the ego and the brain says it's not possible. Mm. But again, we're talking about something kind of beyond that. Right. <laughs> a step back from the brain that gives us an opportunity to do something a little bit different. Different from what the radio would tell you to do. Different from what the what your history might tell you to do, different from what your parents have, might have told you to do, different maybe even than um, you know what you're used to. Or telling yourself. Or telling yourself. And so here is an opportunity to try something a little different. I like that step back from the brain. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to think about it. Be aware of the brain. Be aware of the thoughts. Be mm-hmm. aware of the emotions. But but identify as awareness and then it's a different perspective on all. And so when we talk about exploring awareness, that's why we can say find peace and joy in the most unlikely places because we're exploring the awareness. Not because we're using our brain to figure out the worst case scenario. And finding peace and joy in the most unlikely places at the most unlikely times? Sure. Yeah, it's amazing that we started this podcast right before yeah, this right. very difficult time, and then we're and we haven't even started it yet. I mean, we're reliving in the future. Hmm. We're upset, but we are preparing, so we're responding quite well. And I think for myself, I'm reacting and responding, and sometimes I'm reacting, but then I'm like, oh, I'm reacting center. But I would have to say today I was in so many meetings and hearing all this over and over. Right. I was pulled out of that. So coming back here before our talk, we meditated and just centered and it feels very so much better. And I'm in the middle of it because I'm reporting on it on the yeah. air and my choice is to look at it as I'm helping people. Getting as much information out there, connecting with as many people as possible and sharing it with listeners, so I'm staying calm by thinking I'm helping people. Right, right, and and by connecting to your you know, authentic, you know, calm place. Hmm. I mean, there people can pick that up too. You know, I really do think people will connect to that when they hear you speak in a certain way. There was a promo running all day today about how people are going to be scared and people are going to be lonely. And I would come on the air after and say, you're not lonely. I'm here for you. You know, if I can say that on the radio, if I can say that in this podcast, if I can say this to a stranger on the street who I'm standing six feet away from because that's the recommendation, that's what I want to do. And if we can 
if you can rock my world and talk about joy, then I want to share it with as many people as I can. To help them. But they just might need a tool or a technique. Right. And maybe breathe with them and say, mm-hmm. what would happen if you just stopped mm-hmm. and got a perspective on this? Maybe you'd feel a little bit like present moment connection and it mm. might just even be a tiny glimpse of joy and maybe that's enough to convince you or to show you that there is another way just like um, that white tiger I don't know if it ever left its path mm. but for a long time it was right. stuck doing the same thing over yep. and over again in its beautiful habitat and it had so much more possibility and so there's so much more possibility than what we have in our small little brains. Well, I'm grateful for you coming in and doing this with me. It brings me a lot of joy that we can have these conversations and we can share this thought and this energy and hopefully help other people. That makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think certainly we didn't know this this crisis was going to come, but uh, when, when you and I met, and we started this podcast, it just seemed like it was time for me to start talking about these things because I've been working on it, doing it for a very long time and kind of um, sharing this with small groups of students here and there. But this, uh, our fortuitous meeting and our ability to kind of carry on these conversations, you know, and your and your questions are, are so representative of what so many other people would have, right. questions would have. And sometimes people learn this material, I know I did, from really great teachers who will give like hour-long lectures. And, mm. um, and I think that that's really helpful for some people. And I hope that this dialogue-type teaching, you know, can be helpful right. for others. Right. And we can learn and we can laugh at ourselves and... Hopefully you feel you're not alone. You know, my friend told me he, when someone stole his exercise bike at the YMCA, he took a deep breath and kind of didn't bop them on the head. (laughs) (laughs) And he was, at the exact same time, he was listening to you talk about how you reacted when that car pulled in front of you and you let them, you know, you said they're probably in a bigger hurry than me. Yeah. So you taught him something. <laughs> but again, I think you taught me that, and I <laughs> shared it back. So it's just one big circle of love and learning, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And joy. And one giant container of hand sanitizer. <laughs> I've been looking at, looking at it. Better yeah. safe than sorry, right? Yeah. Hand sanitizer to go. Yeah, yeah. In my bag. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to meditate on? Well, I think we will do kind of a uh, another kind of just basic guided meditation okay. and we'll connect back to, to joy and generosity yeah. and peace and we'll just do a yeah. just again practice practice something that we can't say right so right. so usually we get to this point when you're when you've asked lots of questions and there's no more words left mm-hmm. so so <laughs> we're just gonna go there I just feel like with everything going on in the world, I'm, I'm trying to take it easy, you know, <laughs> just Thanks. share what I've, well, no. what I've learned from this whole process yeah. so far and, and help other people. Maybe they can feel it too. And so we'll practice again, like we usually do. And just to say, you know, it, it may sound repetitive, but this is actually how I meditate 
every time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the, uh, the point is not to always have something new necessarily right. either, but it's just to practice. And certainly practicing daily this this type of connection, these mindfulness techniques to connect to something deeper is your, like we've called it, your pilot project. So when you're doing it, you go out into the day already having taken that step back and the day unfolds differently. Mm-hmm. So again, please, I would encourage everyone to try and sometimes it takes a crisis to get to, to decide to do something different. And so, you know, may this be your opportunity or your stimulus to try something different with us and to start that. We're in chairs, so you can sit in a chair. You may like to sit on a mat. You know, some people like to meditate on the floor. I like to do that, although, you know, sitting cross-legged is actually not necessary. A lot of, say, some religious traditions demand a certain position, hmm. but we're uh, lightening up on that. Uh, and and I like to kneel. I use two cushions and kneel so that my legs don't cramp, and there's, because you shouldn't. This is not a pain tolerance test either. So a comfortable position, whether you're in a chair or on the floor, but join us and everyone else connecting to some unity um, spirit here. But we'll start feet on the ground, sitting upright, hands in a comfortable position on your laps or interlocked, your fingers. Right, and come into the body Come into the chest and notice our friend this breath. And there it is doing its thing like it's been doing all day. And I bet for most of us, it's been completely unconscious. And now we've decided, we've made this intention to go deeper and starting with this simple concept of being aware of the breath. Whereas you were breathing all day, now you know that you are breathing. 
addition, you know that you know that you're breathing. As the air goes in, you're just aware of the air going into your nose or mouth, into your trachea, down deep into your lungs. Filling up to a certain point, the process reverses. And when we start this, there's always thoughts and daydreams and judgments and questions and impatience and all of these things will come up. And it won't be that way forever, but it will be that when you start. And just allow those to be there. We're not trying to suppress them. But if you could put them on a cloud and let the clouds go by. You can let that, that movie play while you go back to your breath. And of course, if you remember that you left the stove on, you may need to go turn that off. But most of the thoughts that you're going to get right now are going to be random things your brain does, just like your lungs do. Your lungs breathe, your brain thinks unconsciously. And so just like we're bringing knowing to the breath springing knowing to the thoughts you know that you're thinking and you also at some non-verbal level, know that you know that you're thinking. Just catch a glimpse of that. Place of peace, freedom. Relief, maybe, or joy. 
but maybe the thought comes now that you need more toilet paper. And then go back to your breath. Use the breath as an anchor. You can always go back to the breath. Just be aware of breathing. Or you may want to use the body. Starting at your feet, the bottoms of your feet, the tops, on the ground, there, in the present moment, now alive with awareness, moving up your legs, your lower legs to your knee, your upper legs, thighs, and hips. Just feeling into those legs. Again, now knowing that they're there. Simple. You may not have known they were there until just now. Feeling them. And feel the breath in your abdomen. When you breathe, your abdomen expands and contracts just like your chest. And your lower back, middle back, upper back holding you up. The palms of your hands, the backs of your hands, wrists lower arms and elbows and upper arms and shoulders. For some people, just feeling into your body might be a good anchor when you're feeling pulled away. Just having all this awareness below your head makes you feel like you're not only a head, just a brain. All this other part is there. And you're going around the back of the head and top of head, and all the muscles of your face. Taking that step back, being aware of your body and your brain, and just watching your brain do its thing, 
watching your body do its thing. Knowing that you're watching is this step back, this beyond just the activity of your brain to some awareness space. It's still and calm. the joy to know and the love and the peace generosity that you may feel once you're not just your thoughts or just your brain is something beyond vast and then your brain and body become your tools as opposed to the rulers. And now your body and mind can be guided by love and peace and generosity. And joy. as opposed to what your brain may want to do is hide in fear or judge or hoard or criticize or panic can do all those things but this place of awareness can be compassionate with those reactions that are so natural. And maybe from here we respond with wisdom and love and generosity as we move forward into uncertainty But no matter what happens out there, this part of us that always was, always is, and always will be 
won't change. And maybe that realization you'll find some refuge, some peace and joy in the knowing, in the being, in the connection to all beings. past, present, and future. So we'll end now three breaths and then open your eyes. Well, I was thinking a few things. I know not supposed to think. <laughs> thinking is fine. Thinking is fine. Awareness of thinking. Thinking to say, I always have so much gratitude for you. Thanking you for sharing your guided meditations, which are kind of refreshing. You know, you feel refreshed when mm-hmm. you're done. I don't know if that's a word to use to describe a sure. meditation. And I felt such a unity. I know this is about exploring awareness and... Um, discovering things for yourself but I felt like if you've made it this far and you're still listening hopefully you feel the unity that that I'll say at least that I have for you in in these troubling times and hopefully you can connect to the joy that we talked about and feel the love and the grace and the compassion that I try to send through this microphone into your heart and into your life um, right now because I think it's so needed and it's here I think people are afraid and they feel alone and I don't want you to feel that way. So hopefully by our words or our conversation or that lovely guided meditation, you can feel that a little bit. Right. I hope people, if you've listened this far, you know, that can connect. And if you, and if, if not, that's okay right, as well. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. This, this stuff takes practice, right. you know, and I've been doing it for a while and you have. And, and so frustration or mm. if people are trying to achieve something, right. you know, just be aware of that too and the compassion for yourself. And yes, everyone wants peace. Just give yourself some time. And, uh, you know, sometimes meditating is very, very difficult, but hmm. keep, just keep at it. Yeah. I would encourage you to keep at it. Yeah. And if you have any questions about the meditations or anything we talk about, or even if you just want to be heard, you want us to know you're out there listening. We would love to hear from you. Sure. Exploringawareness at gmail.com. You can, you can email us from anywhere around the world, right? At that address? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So we'd love to hear who's listening. Maybe you have some thoughts, positive or negative. Hopefully positive. But we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're open just, just to know. And these t- we, we, it's another way to connect, I think. Right. And if you're listening on uh, Libsyn, you might go to... Apple Podcast and give us some stars and put a yeah. comment on too. That would be really helpful to if 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 you feel like other people could right. benefit from this material. And is our Patreon page booming? Uh, you know, not yet, <laughs> not yet. No, but how can people find us? Please there? come visit. Well, it's at uh, Patreon.com, mm-hmm. 
and uh, there's there's ways to be involved mm-hmm. and uh, you know we might be able to come up with some patreon patreon um, content as well right all right another episode thank you so much for listening and please um stay well yeah stay well everyone we'll see you soon This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.